Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com stop the wheel, walk off, and trust that God can get you to your destiny. You're listening to the Visibly Fit Podcast. Hey, I'm your host, Wendy Pett. And every week, I'll give you holistic, practical solutions for everyday issues related to nutrition, healing, functional fitness, and behavior modifications. As a naturopath, fitness expert, and wellness coach for over 20 years, my goal is to empower you to reach for greater health and to rise up to your next level of living in mind, body, and spirit. You were created with greatness in mind. It's time to own it. Are you with me? Then let's dive in. Hello and welcome to this episode of Visibly Fit. I'm your host, Wendy Pett. You know, what is it about change? I think most people want to change, but they don't really want to do the work. They tend to stay closed uh, and, and, and stuck. They, they just stay closed and stuck in that same mentality year after year. And they, they're like, gosh, I just don't understand why things aren't getting better. Well, today I've got the perfect guest on the show today that's going to help you with limiting beliefs and help you bust out of your same self-sabotaging habits. And um, you're just going to be blessed by her big time. But I do want to share that this podcast is part of the Spark Media Network, and it can be found on the Edify app. It can be found on Pray.com and KHCB Streaming, along with any other platform you're listening to. So we're just so happy that you're here. But Rosalinda uh, Rivera, she is a change strategist. How about that for like a title? A change strategist. I love that. But she is outspoken and she is passionate about helping others change their lives and accomplish their dreams. She is a sought after speaker. And she is featured. um, She's a featured presenter and minister all across the world and the US from the White House to the local community. Rosalinda Rosalinda is nationally recognized for her impact in bringing hope to the hopeless. And so for more than 25 years, Rosalinda has been reaching out to families in crisis, poverty, and hopelessness to bring them hope and a positive future. She is the host of Faith Fuel, which is on the Charisma Podcast Network. And she um, also served as associate producer on Victor, which is a movie that you must watch. It's about her father's journey from drugs and gangs to Jesus and redemption. It is fantastic. And uh, Rosalinda and her husband, Carlos, they are associate pastors of the New Life Outreach Church, and she is the executive director of New Life for Adults and Youth in Richmond, Virginia. They have three children, Alana, Gabriel, and Victor. And um, yeah, she is also the host of of a powerful uh, Bella Women's Ministry, which hosts hosts conferences each year of to 
gosh, 700 in attendance and growing. She is a powerhouse for Jesus. And I'm so excited to have her on the show to help us uh, bust through some mindsets, maybe some limiting beliefs, and also to help us grow in a greater capacity in our spiritual walk. Because again, being visibly fit is about being fit mind, body, and spirit. So welcome to the show, Rosalinda Rivera. How are you, dear? I'm doing great, Wendy. Thanks so much for having me. It's an honor. It is an honor. It looks like you are are traveling. I've been catching my guests in hotel rooms lately. <laughs> this is not the coolest background, but hey. it was best lighting I could find. We are happy to have you. We don't care where you are coming from. So we're just happy that you're here because, you know, women need to hear this message. I I say women, everyone, but women especially, uh, because they tend to be stuck in this place of, it's just a rut. They're always doing what they've always done. They desire change, but can't seem to change. So why is that? And what in the world is a change strategist? How does this work? Uh, This is a shameless plug, but the first chapter of my book is called Get Off the Hamster Wheel. Stop hitting the snooze button, but the second one is Get Off the Hamster Wheel because somehow we think we're doing great. We feel like we're running toward our purpose, um, you know, our goals and our dreams, but what we're really doing is just staying on a hamster wheel and we're not getting anywhere. And you know, Wendy, that causes a lot of frustration. Uh, Sometimes we blame God. God, you know, I'm trying, you know, you promised me or you've given me a dream. And then when we look, we haven't really gotten any further And um, I'm one of those, as we're getting older, that's just creeping on me too quick. As we're getting more mature in years, more mature, there's (laughs) there's definitely a better way to describe it. Um, Then time really counts totally different. And you look back and you just say, wow. And so a change strategist, I am that person, you know, I I will, I'm just like that coach to get a hold of you and just say, stop, let's figure out where we want to be. You know, what does uh, the end looking like, uh, you know, Stephen Covey began with the end in mind. What does that look like? And then create steps to create uh, to be able to achieve that. Yeah. And uh, that's awesome. And do you think most women that maybe you um, speak with, especially in the churches and stuff, do you think they're kind of um, out they're, they're They're thinking and acting out of kind of a poverty victim mindset. And is there resentment and kind of bitterness uh, because they haven't? strived in a way to reach those dreams? You know, a lot of times, Wendy, what I think is that everybody's waiting for a cheerleader. Mm. Now, I could never make the real cheerleading team. I'm a big lady. I didn't make the team. I made the basketball team and I made the softball team. Love it. But I am the biggest cheerleader. And what I have found is, you know, even like cheering my, my, my husband on, cheering my children on, I wasn't always that voice. But what I think is women need that voice more than anything. And they're looking for affirmation. Maybe they didn't have a good relationship with their father, their earthly father is, you know, girls, what I want to tell you today is that your heavenly father is cheering you on. You know, he wants the best and and has the most for you in store. But when it comes to sometimes the why, you know, why did I not achieve my goals? Why did I not write that book that God told me I was going to do? You know, why didn't I work in, uh, you know, um, you and I are both in media. So, you know, we're in the, I've done some um, film work, you know, why did I not do that? And so it's easy to blame everybody else. So there is a, that victim mentality. Well, if I would have had this, or if I would have had, you know, better education, if I would have had the money um, and, and I'm going to call it what it is, there is a victim mentality. It's a poverty mindset where we think you have to have so much to get somewhere. When I was 17 years old, I remember uh, growing up in the ministry, it was tough. 
I loved it, but we were broke, girl. We were broken and broke. And <laughs> I, I wanted to go to college so bad, and we didn't have the finances for it. So I told my dad, okay, I can't be in the ministry. I cannot continue the call God has on my life, but I'm going to start a little company. And then from there, I'll just support the ministry, right? So in my little rebellion, right, I went out and I started in a flea market with $60 a month. I was going to Goodwill and buying stuffed animals, reselling them in a super flea for double the money, okay? Wow, you go, girl. An entrepreneur early. <laughs> early. Well, you know what? When you're hungry, you it's a whole different mindset. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. why, honestly, you see so many people that do come into our country and they're foreigners. Why do they all own their own business and we're working for them? You know, yeah. because when you're hungry and you have a desire, you're going to work at a different pace. You're going to pay a different price. So from there, I ended up going into the mall, opening a little cart. And by 21, I ended up having my retail stores. Um, but it was not easy. Wendy, it was huge. I was the only employee. I was pulling 85 hours a week. Wow. I was mopping, cleaning the bathrooms, setting up the store, buying the merchandise. Most people want to dream but they're not willing to pay the price. Yeah, and you just said it right there. It wasn't easy, but you played all the roles. So I know you have um, just a, a, a greater understanding of, of how a business works on all levels. And I think when you have done the mopping, the, the this, the that, and working the 85 hours a week, you have the appreciation for, for, um, for people that begin to work for you someday, right? And you treat them differently because you know what they're doing and what they are having to, um, to, to go through and the hard work that it is. But I think you're right. I think so many people kind of want the easy route. They want that dream. They want, but it's like, oh, just hand it to me. And if you're not hungry enough, uh, or, or I usually say if the pain, uh, isn't greater than your circumstance, then you probably yeah. won't change. They may not be in enough pain to really reach that dream. And, or maybe they don't have a vision. Let's talk about how important having a vision really is, a clear vision. You know, and the Lord talks about that. You know, it's very clear in the word of God, you know, to uh, write that vision down. And so one of the things that really shifted in my life was when I wrote it down, I made it visible. I heard somebody once say, you want to write a book? Um, put it down on a piece of paper. I don't know where I heard this podcast, but they were like, get it on a sticky note and stick it on your wall. And when you roll out of bed, look at that. Now, I'm somebody that uh, I just love my house being clean and orderly and design. And so here I have this bright, hot pink sticky note. It's on my wall and I dated it. I put you go. a date on it. And date. I was like, I am going to follow with what God has put in my heart and mm -hmm. I'm going to put a date on it. So I think sometimes we get into this, you know, you might buy a journal, start writing things down. You have to make it visible. It has to be in front of you. Write down the vision and then work backwards to get there. And and just like you time stamped it, you have to have a date or it's just going to be too, you know, loosey goosey, so to speak, like a, it's a one day, I'll get there kind of a, a goal. But when you put a time stamp on it, and it starts to uh, manifest, if you will, right? You're like, right. okay, this is the date, this is the due date, you're going to start taking actions. Um, you once wrote opinions are plentiful, and perspective is personal. Let's talk a little bit about that, about how to stand firm on the promises that God has put on our heart and, and how to do that in a negative naysay kind of world. It's really a mindset. Yeah. One thing I would tell you guys today listening is that your mind has to be surrendered to God. So your mindset is going to be what's going to lead you. 
If you have had maybe people talk negative to you all your life or people have tried to define you or tell you who you are or put limitations on you, I want to tell you that's the enemy working in full force. What God has for you is more than you can imagine. And he will not ask you to do anything that he won't equip you to do. So if he's asking you to step out and get a new job, if he's asking you to eat healthy, you know, you do a lot with healthy living. Um, we all want to live long because if we're not eating right and working out and, you know, having a healthy lifestyle, none of us are going to be in shape too. But if God asks you to do something, he's going to equip you. I can think, you know, Wendy, you've probably faced this as well, where God puts us in position to do something that we've never done before. We don't have the means. We don't have the money. When, when the Lord began to talk to my mom and dad about reaching young people off the streets and bringing them into our home, um, we had nothing, but we had a yes. We had the ability to say, yes, Lord, we're going to say yes. You're going to be the provider. You know, this Sunday at church, I got, I got to share this with you really quick. Um, I got to minister and talk about Gideon. And Gideon was, you know, a lot of times you don't read the before. He was the poorest guy. He was the youngest of his family and he was totally disqualified. But look at what God did. Amen. He won a complete battle. And the only way it happened was he put his trust in God. It's it's that trust and obey, right? Which which feels so uncomfortable sometimes because it's it's faith. <laughs> like it, it's it's you can't see it. You have to just trust God and then uh, take those next steps. And 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 those Gideon next steps, it feels uncomfortable. And so, someone listening may be in a Gideon situation and think, "But how? I'm I'm I don't have the funds. I'm I'm you know I had all this trauma in my life. Let's talk about trauma because there have been many people, we've all had either small T or big T traumas in our lives. So, but some people are stuck in that trauma and therefore they're not able to get out and change. And so what would you say to that person? Because that is, um, that's a mindset shift and a spiritual shift as well. So what would you say to that person so that they could really fulfill the call that they have on their life? Yeah, there is a lot of trauma. Um, that's what I deal with on firsthand basis at our Mercy House for Women all the time. But not only that, with the women in the church, in my mm -hmm. own life, you know, different things that it, it's almost like the, the foot of an elephant just trying to hold you down. And I would say this, 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says, if you're in Christ, you're a new creation. The old things pass away, but behold, all things become new. So I want to encourage you first to align yourself with the scriptures, align yourself with the word of God know who you are, girl. You are courageous. You are beautiful. You are strong. You are valued. And if nobody else tells you that, I'm here to tell you, Wendy's here to tell you today, that those words, those are what God wants you to know. You're a daughter of the King. The trauma that you've gone through, I'm going to tell you, it's real. But if you keep on circling around, if you keep on driving up that road and seeing the things that remind you of the trauma, you're never going to get past it. I was counseling and working with a young lady that unfortunately had uh, been raped by her own brother. It was just traumatic. We're talking 20 something years later, we're mm. meeting. We're just believing in God to give her the opportunity to change her life and and find freedom and hope and yes, true joy. Forgiveness. And, and, and forgiveness, number yeah. one. And, and in our conversation, she began to tell me that she would cut through that neighborhood. She's like, yeah, I cut through that neighborhood when I was a kid. I said, stop driving down that street, girl. I said, it, I don't care if it saves you two minutes, go the long route. It's time 
to look at the past, be in the past. And um, it's a tremendous testimony. It's in my book, Dare to Begin Again. And she has just been miraculously healed and set free. That doesn't mean you're not going to wake up one day and remember those things. But that's when you plead the blood of Jesus over your mind and you just you give those thoughts to the Lord. Your mind, Wendy, you can only have one thought at one time. So here's your thought. Okay, it is scientifically impossible. Okay, we we actually have a licensed clinic as well. So I work with clinicians all the time and I ask them, it is impossible to have more than one thought at a time, even though we think we move pretty fast. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But when that thought comes in, you have to push that thought out. And how do you push that thought out? Lord, I just plead the blood of Jesus over my mind. Lord, I thank you that I am the head and not the tail. Lord, I praise you that I'm a new creation in Christ. So trauma can be overcome. You just shake that off. But also, Wendy, what about people that God uses that trauma to change the lives of other people? Amen. Yes, you hear this all the time. People coming from out of horrible situations that are now speaking life into others because they have the compassion. They understand. They know how to help that person through that situation. And so it's really a choice, right? You can either become bitter or better, but um, you don't have to remain stuck. that's good. That sounds like a t-shirt, Wendy. I think I'm going to make that. Bitter Uh, or better. Well, I don't even know. I'm I'm sure I heard it from some preacher teacher but anyway it's not mine but it's it's so it's so true so it's it's just a choice right and so when it comes to mindset just like the woman you were you were speaking uh, about the 20 year situation and how she had to literally change her direction change her path like physically in order to change the neuropathways in her brain from thinking about that particular trauma i think you know, we have to go that extra mile, literally, and you have to do what it takes. And so um, I, I, I love, you know, the story of Joshua and Caleb. They're one, it's one of my favorite Bible stories and how, you know, the, the promised land, like, you know, the Israelites, they, they just wanted to stay stuck in the desert. And yet Joshua and Caleb were like, you don't understand. We've got the Lord and, and, and we can defeat these giants. And, and so um, let's talk a little bit about the Joshua and Caleb uh, story, of course, but also how to have that Joshua and Caleb mindset to rise up. Yeah, you know, it was this moment where God had given the promise of the promised land. It's just like it's right around the corner. And I want you to know today, ladies, that your dream is right around the corner and it's not too late. And and right. I just feel like the Lord is also wanting you to know this morning because I was thinking about my dad when we made you know the movie. He's 70 years old watching the video you know, of his life, who would have said it would happen at that time. So don't let age think that you've gone too far to reach the dream that God has you or that you're too young. But here they are. They're they're The Israelites, they've been free. God got them out of one situation. They're looking for this great promised land. And and so the leader tells them, Moses says, you know, they're going to send spies out to go check out the land. And 10 of them come back with this horrible report. And two come back and say, I see it. It looks fantastic. The grapes are great. It's flowing with milk and honey. And yeah, they're giants, but we can overcome it's really about perspective. Yes. You know, many times, uh, Wendy, we look at things and it's how we look at that moment that makes us decide what our next step is going to be. There's been many times in my life where it's looked tough and I, I just, I could not in my own mind wrap myself around how we were going to get out of this situation or overcome, or maybe reach a goal. But then I realized that's my stinking thinking. That's Rosa trying to handle, you know, that's me trying to make it happen. And God's going, yeah, it's not about you. 
I've got this. So, you know, we really have to learn how to lean on the Lord. So if you're listening today, ask yourself, you know, what is that goal? And are you leaning on the Lord? Are you trying to do it yourself? Mm. You know, because it, it is such a shame. If you read this story in the Bible, they actually were just right around the corner from their promised land. And it took them 40 years to get there. You know, they never, those guys never got there except for the two. Yeah. And all these yeah. people lost out. So I don't want you to lose out on what God has for you. You know, whatever that dreamer goal is, whatever that mindset, we started off talking about being on the hamster wheel, stop the wheel, walk off and trust that God can get you to your destiny. That's so good. Yes. Cause you do have control over that wheel. Uh, it's just, you just stop and walk off. And that is in, is that in dare to begin again? That's in Dare to Beginning. I'm trying to remember which. Or is that? Yeah, it, okay. So there's another book. It's So if you're, you're really into goal, you know, making goals, there's one called Sedu- uh, Seductive Slayers of Success. Yes. And that, that comes from that. And these are like, it is a very in-your-face book. So, you know, unless like you want that somebody <laughs> to talk to you and tell you the truth, unless you want to be set free, do not buy the book. Just don't read it. You better get it. You better get it, everybody listening. And you can get that at rosalinda.live, by the way. Yeah, you can. Yes, yes. And girl, I talk about the the single women in there. You know, I talk about clubbing and listening to Beyonce and you clubbing on the weekend and leading worship the next Sunday. Oh, come on now. I talk about married women. The last time you've been to, I don't know if I can say Victoria's Secrets, but I mean, you're married 27, 30 years and you wonder why there's no romance, girl. So I'm, it's a all of Oh, that thing. sounds like a really, yeah, I need to get that one just to, to, yeah, I love it. I love in your face, truth filled words. And so, um, I, I love your heart, Rosalinda. You, you have a heart for the, the hopeless. Uh, and you, you have a heart to help them see what really God has for them. And, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on this uh, podcast, because I think sometimes, especially um, my heart is really the church. I really want to see women rise up and be the women that really God has called them to be. And so when um, you are, are seeing the hopeless in the church and in your own church or in churches that you're planting, you're, you, you said you're getting ready to go to Korea. Is that where you're uh, headed? Yeah, right we, yeah. Yeah. We take off next week to Seoul, Korea. Yeah. Seoul, Korea. And you're, you're going to be around some incredible um, leaders and you're going to come back and, and start planting additional churches. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, how do you find the time? But I just think how God wastes nothing from that early on of you collecting little plush toys and selling them at a flea market to opening up a store in the mall to, to multiplying basically, right? Um, Nothing is wasted. But when someone feels hopeless in the church and they, and they don't, they're not living in their gifting and calling, how does that affect the rest of the body of Christ? We're just all missing out on what God has for you to do. You know, you know, so many times, you know, being a pastor's daughter and now my husband and I leading um, our, our church, I look out, I'm on the pulpit a lot and I look down and I, I just see all these people that come. There's a lot of people that come and they attend, but they never do. Mm. And I think how different their life might be, Wendy, if they were to serve as an usher, if they were to, you know, help with children's church, if they were to be a part of evangelism, if they were to run a small group, a little Bible study, you know, maybe God's called you to be a speaker and a writer, you know, Um, but everybody has a gift. See, it's, it's, you know, in in the word of God, we learn about it too. It's like every part of the body is needed. 
You know, I, I'm not kidding. The other day, this is going to sound so tacky, but I hurt my small toe, right? And I was like, I didn't know how much I needed that until every step <laughs> of my whole body was in pain because this one part was not working at its full function. Right. And so every one of us are a part of the body. You know, some of us are ahead. Some of us are, you know, you a little pinky a toe. Gift. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody has a gift, your yes. gift. You know, and I would say the first thing you need to do is is find out what is your gift. That's one of the cool things we do in our church. We do like this gifts assessment, you know, and and then come along your leadership that's already there. You know, go to your pastor. Boy, what a dream it would be if people would come off the pews and just say, you know, out of the seats and say, you know, I, I would love to serve. Woo, knock me out. I, I would love right. to hear that more in my husband. And a lot of times we're having to go after people. Mm. Your life will shift. Your Christian walk will catapult. I don't care if you've been going to church 30, 40 years. I do not care if you're a brand new Christian. Something is going to absolutely shift inside of you when you surrender your energy, your ideas, your finances, and you commit to the calling that God has for you. It's just going to revolutionize your life. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to say this thing here too, while I'm on the role of, um, hurting people's right. Just tell them the truth and just, and just tell me something. Maybe you don't want to hear a lot of times we sit in our sorrow and our pain and, you know, my husband left me, you know, I've got all this bitterness and then, and you years are going by and your life hasn't changed. And if you would just surrender and just start putting your energy into somebody else's broken life, I'm going to tell you healing will come. Amen. And I, I can't stress that enough. I feel like that is, um, or I can't say yes to what you're saying enough, because I feel like that is such a selfish thing when, when it's an inward focus of woe is me. And when you shift and you activate the tithe, activate the service, then it activates uh, blessings from That's God. Right. And so I, I love that. What a special word. And it'll also activate a different mindset shift and it'll activate a deeper, uh, you know, walk and spiritual growth. And so, um, you know, not, not everyone knows you, Rosalinda, like I do. And so I'm, I'm, I want to just share just quickly, if you can give us like a little, um, blip of your story. I know you've got a powerful story, but just a blip. So, uh, people can know where you've come from and how far you have, um, you just had breakthrough after breakthrough. And that's why you can speak with great authority. Yeah. Thanks, Wendy. Um, so, you know, many, some people may know my background. My, you know, my dad came out of drugs and addiction. He was 12 years old, joined a gang <clears throat> and um, ends up a heroin addict at 16. Took our, you know, our family just, you know, I wasn't born at that time, but our family just went through so much. And, you know, uh, my grandmother heard the gospel on the street and that's what really shifted generations. And uh, David Wilkerson, who wrote the cross yes. and the switchblade, uh, was preaching and my my grandma took Jesus home. When my dad came to the know the Lord, he ends up going off to Bible college in, in California. He meets my mom who grew up on a farm milking, I would say milking cows and making cheese and wanted to be a missionary like in India. And somehow the Lord took them both and they went over the all, all over the world, but they ended up in Richmond, reaching addicts, girls that are going through trauma, abuse, trafficking, and they opened up homes. And so I grew up in these homes that they opened up and it was our very own home where they would come in, they would sleep in our beds and eat at our table and people began to see the vision. And so I grew up in this ministry where um, literally 
uh, I would say more like 50,000 uh, came to our residential homes. Uh, in 1995, wow. they surveyed uh, University of Maryland. It was 25,000. That was in 1995. Um, so I grew up listening, you know, watching God like transform lives. But then as an adult, I faced my own problems. And Wendy, what I learned the most is it is easier to pray for somebody else than yourself. Mm. And I faced some difficulties in my marriage. You know, we went through a lot of uh, just try. I was like, girl, how do I get out? I was like, I didn't know <laughs> that's that. honest. You know, I was like, what did I sign up for? And um, but then God just brought and it, it was an infidelity. Everybody thinks it's always the worst. Like, oh, you know, somebody slept with somebody. That is not it. It was a financial stress, mm-hmm. arguing back and forth, not learning how to commune and just uh, build up each other yeah. and honor each other. And we, mm-hmm. we had a problem with learning how to honor each other and, and God had to show us. So God healed that. Um, and throughout the years, you know, I talk a lot about this in my book. Um, even though I have served the Lord wholeheartedly, we face issues. And, sure. and one of them actually on my trip here, uh, my son is with me and the doctor had asked me to board him. You know, they said his brain ventricles, one was growing very large and one was very small and it would never reduce down. And they said, I need you in here in 14 days. We've got to terminate this pregnancy. And um, it just absolutely blew us out of the water. It it just was like, uh, you know, just a jolt to my heart. But we, I immediately, I said, no, I said, I'm going to trust in God. And I didn't know what God would do, but I knew he wouldn't abandon me. And uh, they told me, they were like, look, we know you're a Christian, but he'll never walk. He'll never talk. He'll never eat. He'll, it's never going to be a normal life. Well, 14 later, when I came in, 14 days later, we had prayed and the Lord completely touched and healed that brain ventricle. They took pictures. They're like, we've never seen this. A so miracle. I love it's it. It's a miracle. God yeah. is still on the throne. Yes. So throughout my life, Wendy, I, I've always served God. But it doesn't mean you don't go through valleys. You don't mm-hmm. go through challenges. But we know who our God is. So when, when I always say when the floods rise and the winds blow and the rains come down, you will not fall because your feet are on the rock. And Jesus has always been my rock. Uh, it doesn't mean I've lived a, a, a this perfect life or I'm fighting. You know, I haven't had a fight. But I will tell you, I've ne- never turned my back on God. I've always served him. And I love it. Um, You're fighting the good fight. Fighting the good fight. And let me tell you, today, my son travels with me. I'm actually... I'm he's how old? Right. How old is your son? He's 16. He's 16 now. He okay, is right. amazing. I love him. He's Aww. traveling with me right now. We homeschool so he can fly around with me. Is he right and there? Have him come in he, to the picture. I wish I he love... was. He just jumped in the shower. Oh. <laughs> he's, a, he's the cutest thing in the world. He Aww. loves God. He's an assistant youth pastor at our church. I love uh, my oldest son, he is a youth pastor, uh, I'm sorry, a pastor uh, with David and Nicole Crank down in Ver- yes. in, um, in Florida. He's one of their campus uh, leaders, pastors. Uh, my daughter leads worship, uh, led worship for Liberty University for four years. Amazing. And, um, and so they all serve God. So look, you could take it all away, but to know your children serve the Lord, that yes. is the ultimate prize. Amen. 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 You know, there, there's there's such the legacy that you leave whenever you are uh, just pouring God's truth into your family. And when you see it take root, that's the best legacy you could ever leave. And so thank you for sharing that story. And, and thank you for, for sharing the, the breakthrough in it, because just because we're, we're Christians doesn't mean that we won't have tough struggles. <laughs> but right. but like you said, we have our, our, you know, Jesus, who is our rock. And so um, before I let you go, because I know you've got to get going and, and travel. Um, 
let's let's do a couple things. One, I'd like to know something that maybe is is unique that maybe <laughs> doesn't yeah. people don't really know about Rosalinda. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah. what what's something that you want to share with us? Okay, I'll fun. tell you what I'm doing here. Okay. <laughs> Um, so alongside other things, um, I'm actually an uh, operations manager for a cryptocurrency company out of Dubai. Oh my. So we are, I'm at a um, money event with Visa, MasterCard. Um, okay, uh, what do you not do? No, no, no. Well, I used to, you know, I do a lot of coaching and I was working on this project and they were like, hey, can you not coach everybody? Can you just jump on our coaching team? And so uh, this is something that's been really dear to my heart because you have a dig a lot of people don't know this, Wendy, there's a digital currency that's already being created by the U.S. government. Right, right. But one day, the way you vote and what you stand up for will shut down your finances. So I'm mm -hmm. working with um, Philcoin, which is a Christian currency company. Mm -hmm. We are working with kings, presidents, ambassadors, and the top bishops and pastors on five continents. And so when that time comes, the Christians will have a currency to exchange with. I love that. Where can people find out more about that? Yeah, so they can just go to philcoin.philcoin. Um, oh, and here's good news. So anybody who has a charity, they give to charities. So they mm. have a reward system. And they have given thousands and thousands of dollars away to ministries and charities. I don't care how small it is. That's if you amazing. know somebody that's making a difference, uh, especially for the Lord, you know, we want to be a part of that. They can get on our platform for free yeah, and yeah, yeah. people can choose to, to donate to them. That's so cool. Well, yeah, learn more there. That's awesome. All right. Well, oh, as you, cake, I shouldn't have it, things like that. You know, I used <laughs> we to can talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. I used to ride a bike, Wendy. I need to ride it more. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. that's fun. I need a personal counseling session. Come on now. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Well, um, what's, as we leave here, what's one word that would sum up who you are? And then as we leave, this podcast, I would like for you just to maybe just think of the person that's listening that is in that stuck space that wants to change, but hasn't been able to do the work and is just stuck. I wish you just kind of pray us out. Yeah, I would say consistent. Yeah, good. Uh, consistent good because, um, you know, even at my church, if you ever wanted to find me, you'd know where to find me on a Sunday. Mm. And um, I love that I know who my source is. And I want you to know today that God is your source. He loves you. He's got purpose for you. I don't care if you feel like you've let God down or maybe you've been let down by others. You know, God is enough. He's more than enough. In fact, whatever your problem is, I can guarantee you that Jesus is the only answer. He's the solution to every problem. And, you know, right where you're watching, right where you're sitting today, you know, um, I want to pray for you. You know, we want to pray for you. Is that is that what you said? Let's is go that for it. Yes. Yes. So, you know, the very first thing you need to know is that you have to align your heart with the Lord. And so you have to surrender. And so I just want to pray for anybody watching today that said, you know, I've gotten away from God and I need to make him number one. So, Lord, I just pray right now, right where they're sitting, Father, that they would put you number one. And if you're listening today, you could just say this prayer, say, Lord, I surrender. And God, I know I've failed. I, I have have shortcomings in my life and I have put you last and I need to put you first. And I ask you to forgive me of my sins, come into my heart and I make you the Lord and savior of my life. And Lord, help me to live for you from this day forward. 
You know, if you prayed that prayer, we totally believe that you receive the Lord into your life. And today, maybe I want to do one last prayer. Somebody who has a dream, but you just haven't been able to accomplish it. You're stuck and you're running on that hamster wheel. So Father, I just stand in agreement with my sister, Wendy. And Lord, Father, I pray that you will set my sister, my brother, whoever's listening uh, to this uh, show, Father, that you would set them free, that you would clear their mind, Lord God, that you would show them the steps that they need, Father, that you would align them with great connections and networks, Lord God, but that they would know they don't have to wait on somebody else, that you have equipped them with every good gift, Lord God, that they need. And so, Father, I thank you that we're going to hear testimonies of dreams accomplished, of lives being changed, and it is all you, Lord God, and we give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes. Amen, sister. Amen. This is so great. Thank you so much for being on Visibly Fit. I I uh, just really have great respect for you, and I just adore you as a sister in Christ. Uh, for those of you watching or listening, we appreciate you joining us today. I hope you were inspired and encouraged, and uh, check out Rosalinda at rosalinda.live. But if you are uh, looking for your next in regards to your health and your wellness, make sure you check out wendypet.com or getvisiblyfit.com. But we will catch you next time, same time, same place, right here on Visibly Fit. Blessings. Well, that's a wrap for today's show. So thank you so much for tuning in. I love spending this time with you. To learn more and get more free resources, just head on over to wendypet.com. And thank you in advance for sharing this episode and this podcast, following and subscribing, not only to this podcast, but finding me on social media, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you are, I'm probably there too. Until next week in our next podcast time together, make it a visibly fit day.